0: this is Marsha. Thanks for listening to Am Listening Podcast. Well, today is a Saturday and um, we're just done watching Toy Story 4. It was great. Um, As someone who has watched it from the beginning, I loved it. I hope you liked it too. If you've not watched it, go watch it. It's a Saturday. Enjoy yourself. Let your hair down. Let loose a little. So, here I am doing a podcast today. So today, I'd like to talk about um, one of the articles that I've written, which is called Life Hacks, 5 Things About What Life Must Be Like. I'm not saying that everyone should agree with what uh, my opinion is about what life must be like or should be like, have to be like. But I hope with the 5 things that I'm about to talk about, I hope you agree with them and uh, you'll find value and maybe, you know, have some things to add to it yourself. So happy listening and I hope you have a good, great, great weekend. hi there so I wrote this article in um, May um, this year 2019 and it's uh, um, about life hacks and five things about what life should be or must be like and I thought I'd read it out here today to you it was based off of my friend's Instagram account and it's really quite a piece of work and I mean it in the most nicest way possible he goes with with the hashtag hashtag life must be exciting in all of his posts and almost all of them are of him traveling attending massive meetings conferences living it up on a superbike, all decked out with his gorgeous wife and consuming copious amount of delicious food while gallivanting all around the world it he's into network marketing and this is what his life is like uh, but I would be lying if I said that I didn't envy his pictures. But y- y- I know what life can be like for him as well. You know, many stories were told over a cocktail of two, and a few of them did not resemble anything that he posted up on Instagram or any of the social media that he wo- he uses. So, but um, I would like to rebut. His claim of life must be exciting, not in a bad way, but just to open up the mind a little bit. So, what should life be like then? For me, number one, life must be happy. Instead of showing off our winning strokes in every single achievements that we've had in life on social media all the time, and sometimes tellingly forced pictures of filter amplified joy. For me, life must be happy. Jack Confield wrote about how our world should be called the wanting realm. And he's absolutely right. The world is full of wants, desires and the grasping of it. Instead of wanting life to be exciting all the time, we should have two lists. The first one is mindful wanting, which is perfectly okay, and senseless desires. Because let's admit it, while getting paid millions of dollars every month is pretty exciting, so is a paper cut. The whole point is to understand what makes life exciting and when we reach a point that we can pinpoint it out with searing certainty that it makes us happy, there isn't a point in chasing what is exciting in life. You know. If the conclusion we, we reach at the end of the day that is that it is senseless and it's crazy, ditch it. But to me, number two, life must be grateful. I recently read, a, read an article uh, of, of a mother complaining in a Malaysian newspaper uh, in our version of Dear Telma it's how the, it's about how the mother complained about how her own mother, which is the child's grandmother, was unwilling to help care for her own grandkids while the mother herself was out there working and earning mullah to feed the money, eh, to feed the family. <laughs> Excuse me. There's a lesson about gratefulness in there, you know, and I think it's to be thankful to your mother that... She's there to begin with, you know. To say that Telma didn't hold back with her advice is an understatement. Telma gave the woman, the new mom, a verbal whooping. To me, there are things in life that will simply not go the way that we want it to. We want a mansion, but we've got a condo. We want to travel to Italy, but we have plans for Penang, an island instead. Not that it's a bad thing, it's a wonderful place. We want a billion bucks, but we have a few hundred dollars in the bank. I stand by my point of view that whatever it is that we have in life, we have to be grateful for it. Without them, everything that we've been through will be for naught. Gratefulness is also a positive mindset that can be can roller coaster into something even bigger in the future so you've so if you've already got a million bucks and have seen every corner of the world and yet your level of grat- gratefulness for what you have will, it will en- be en- further enhanced when you are grateful for it you know imagine that number three life must be full I love money as much as the next person. If you have extra cash, message me. I'll text you my bank account number. But excitement is usually meant in the context of being able to afford everything that your heart desires. It means eating gastronomic cuisine, owning a sports car, or having a collection of Rolexes. That's supposed to be uh, exciting in, in the eyes of society. What I mean by life being full is that it must be filled with people we love, our family and friends, um, work we're passionate about, colleagues we can jam with, a comfy bed to sleep on, and uh, make the effort to prepare delicious dinners for the people we care about, and maybe if you like it, a small vegetable vegetable garden to tend to. Not for me though. I have purple fingers. and. That's because everything, I th- everything that's green that I touch turn, turns up dead. <laughs> anyway, life should be a labor of love. If you wish to link this to the business world, I'm going to quote an article which is um, uh, entitled, Nothing Feels Like Success you and I might go wow I just made two million dollars just for being privileged enough to have money to lend somebody else and that's why you and I will never have ten million dollars to lend anybody because we would be grateful for it and we would see a free two million dollars as a life-changing gift from God but investors don't think this way you can continue to read the article actually there's a link up on my medium page Uh, Hit on the article and that the link will be there. And, but for now, let's go on to number four, which is life must be balanced. If life was exciting every day, I would be exhausted and ready to throw in the towel by week number two. I don't think I can deal with jumping off the plane on day 1, winning the lottery on day 2, getting on a cruise on day 3, 4 and 5, getting a promotion on day 6, celebrate a friend's wedding anniversary on day 7, party till 4am on eight, day 8, finding the perfect investor for my startup on day 9, giving birth on day 10. Are you tired yet? I am. And we're not even counting the possible negatives in between. Because along with every positive thing that in life that we, we get, that's often you know layered with a little bit of negative stuff. The way I see it, exciting can also mean busting your budget in the middle of the month, having a flat tire, getting demoted, having a Bluetooth headset die on you. They're all out of the norm and should qualify as ex- exciting as well. Am I right? Okay. That was just me with my runaway imagination. It got the best of me. At first, during my teenage years and early 20s, exciting meant getting to be on stage, having the spotlight and making people happy. Even if I sucked, I still got the stage. That was my obsession. It was later on that I learned why. Everyone, I, as I've discovered, no matter what your age, your personal preferences, religion, sex, profession, Everyone's a little bit of an imposter or an actor. I'll quote something from an article by Julie Zuo. Called, uh, it's entitled, Managing Yourself, How to celeb- Calibrate Your Own Strength and Weaknesses." What's wrong with me? Anyway, here's the quote. I first learned the term imposter syndrome during my junior year of college. A professor was studying gender differences and you know, pardon me, stood in front of a packed lecture hall, citing example after example that gave me shivers. Yes, this described exactly how I feel. I don't deserve to be here in this auditorium, at this dazzling institution with so many brilliant students. I must have gotten here by error, or luck, or the grace of the stars. When are they going to figure out that I was good I was good at my grades because I have a good memory and not because I'm actually smart. End quote. Too many of us are forcing our lives to be exciting, fun and blameless. The truth is that all of us have it bad one way or another. It's when we get to sit down and be brutally honest with ourselves that our reflection shows us how to form an opinion and find the right doorways. These decisions would then lead to a more balanced life. Number 5. Life must be full of acceptance As a blanket statement, I will just assume that every one of us, you and me, reading reading and listening to this, prefer a contented, unchanging and comfortable life over one that is filled with upheavals. Within a short period of time, some of my family members and a friend passed on. There's nothing like death to punch you in the gut and deliver a life-altering shock. As Teresa Shimogawa wrote on her blog, um, the te- uh, in an article entitled "Thanksgiving Dinner," um, she mentioned how uh, it can change. Uh, everything can change in a year or less. You know, chairs can be abandoned. People can move on. Priorities shift, lives alter, grandparents die, etc., etc. I quote her, Whenever you are feeling despair about everything you have lost over the years, remember to also acknowledge the power and wisdom you have gained. The people sitting at your table, cherish them. They may not be there the next year. And she is absolutely right about that. And that is why life is better when there is more acceptance. Acceptance of all its glorious ups and depressing downs. If I had to use one word to describe what life should be like, it would be this word. Fluid. Life should be fluid. Let me know if you agree or disagree. I like looking at all sides of the coin. If there's more than two, I'll look. i'll consider all different perspectives valid there's no right or wrong when it comes to something like this because each and every one of us have you know lived our lives differently one way or the other and there's no right or wrong so i would love to hear from you if you have differing or similar opinions over and out Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And from the bottom of my heart, I am grateful for everyone who has been listening at all. Um, Whatever reason it was that made you click on the listen button, I totally, totally appreciate it. And I hope always there's um, something that you can take away from it. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, on Blogspot, and um, on Facebook. If you want to connect with me, I'm always there. Thank you, and have an amazing day ahead. All right? See ya.